Hello and welcome to the Intentional Grounding Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, my name is Noah Downs. I'm your co-host. I'm here with Luke Bisson, the other co-host. How are you doing, Luke? I am. I'm okay tonight. The Cubs are winning game six, seven to two currently. Yeah, it's because I grand slam my head. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know it was. It was awful. We took a we took a bye week last week because uh, Luke was sick as a dog. Oh yeah. And uh, oh yeah, he's better now. I I feel better. Well, about about as good as you can get as as once you get to that age where you steadily decline for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah, dude, seriously, I hit age thirty and it all just went downhill. <laughs> you know, there's more behind that than the listeners know. Anyways. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so listeners, we got we got a good pod for you tonight. Um, we're we're gonna go ahead and do a redraft podcast and a dynasty podcast this week. So this will be the redraft podcast. Um, and today we're gonna talk about um the trade deadline that was today. That was today, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was four o'clock today. And uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about our buddy Nile Davis and uh, top three players that we're trying to get um by through via trade at each position. So we got a lot to cover, um, yeah. and I think we should just hop right into it. So the trade deadline occurred, and Jamie Collins is no longer a New England Patriot. That, that is true. He he uh, he has come to the promised land that is Cleveland uh, for a third-round compensatory uh, draft pick. In 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which... Um, which is funny because now they can start finally trading those picks, and uh, you saw you saw some you know a move today. And I, I, I honestly I like it for both sides. You know, uh, uh, Collins wanted uh, big money. He wanted you know twelve million plus a year, and New England New England was like uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he, he wanted Von Miller money. Yeah, yeah, he wanted Von. Yeah, he went from seven to one to zero and eight <laughs> overnight. Yeah. And uh, you know, and and it works out great for Cleveland because they need uh, they need defense. Um, earlier this week, I was discussing with uh, quite a few people actually that uh, for me, Cleveland right now uh, they have a, a middling offense at best, but at least it's not horrid. They're watchable. It's their defense that you know is just completely getting destroyed. Makes you want to destroy your TV. And, well, let's put it this way. That's why I watch the Red Zone now because oh. uh, I, 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 I get that stuff peppered in as opposed to just having to watch it straight through. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, Jamie Collins is now Yeah, so Brown, I'm excited. So for them, but that's really about <laughs> it. Um, I don't think there's really anything else that happened. No, I mean, there was rumors, of, you know, not trying to stay on the browser or anything, but there's rumors that, you know, both Joe Hayden and Joe Thomas were on the way out. That didn't happen. Uh, that the one that was out there in rumor land was that. Yeah, I didn't see that happening. And then there was uh, Torrey Smith. Uh, San Francisco wanted a third, but the only people they could get to dance at all was Philly, and Philly, according to the rumors, weren't, was only willing to give a fifth, so it stalemated until past the deadline. Yeah, so your Dario Green Beckham shares are still safe, and your Nelson Aguilar shares yeah, are still safe. for now. As safe as they were, at least. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's what's going on in, in the trade deadline world. Let's move on to our buddy Nile Davis, a trade that happened uh, last week, week before. Um, he was he was yeah. uh, traded to Green Bay by Kansas City. <laughs> Everybody was like, oh, my goodness. 
Eddie Lacy's down. James Starks is down. Ty Montgomery's a wide receiver. Holy cow. Now Davis. And let's start him. And I know that neither of the two of us on this podcast did that, except I did that. Um, <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure on our last podcast, we were like, bye, 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 bye. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, we were. And so I, I started Nile Davis, and I lost, um, which was bad. Mm-hmm. But now he's been cut. Um, he was claiming the Jets, but he was released within hours of right. uh, getting signed. It was totally hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so he, it's kind of like the Jets just paid him a couple of bucks and said, see you. <laughs> yep, here's your tryout. Oh, there's CJ Spiller. Hold on. <laughs> oh, wait, we have a toy. Um, yeah. So and that's kind of a shame because Nile Davis was a he was a really good um, handcuff and he did have did have production so it's kind of sad yeah in his around now he was also a good return man yeah exactly so um, Nile Davis is officially um, if he is still on your roster in the Dynasty League and the Dynasty League if you want that Dynasty League to win cut him. Um, yeah, and then to redraft, yeah, just drop them for anybody that's on waivers. <laughs> essentially, yeah, like anybody. Um, Seriously, I, um, I took me. a defense this week. I, I had to flex another one of those six-team six bye weeks, and so I I am uh, got my defense and traded uh, Nile Davis out to get him. Yeah, this one this this week is brutal for bye weeks, so. Uh, I know in at least one league, I I only have three players on my entire roster who are not either on bye week or um are injured. So I this is I'm just I'm just taking this week as a loss. I'm, did you, did you write the other owner and be like, here is your bye week? Yeah, essentially it was it was. Yeah, let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Who who these players are that my my sole troopers that are alive and well for this game. Um, in the skeleton crew. Yeah, no, it's Duke Johnson, Jarvis Landry, <laughs> and Allen Robinson. Oh, dude, you're gonna win. <laughs> here's here's who I got on by. I got Kirk Cousins on by. Spencer Ware's in yep. concussion protocol. Tyler Eifert's on by. Bernard's on by. Bears defense is on by. Dustin Hopkins is on by. Julian Edelman's on by. Dwayne Allen's mm-hmm. injured. Deion Lewis is still injured. Um. Now, let me scroll down to my bench. Uh, Zach Miller, Patriots defense. Kevin White's injured. Tyler Eifert. No, oh, I already said Eifert. Yeah. Um, Eddie Lacy. Yeah. I'm in. I'm, I'm screwed. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, look at it like this. Though. It's one week and then you're done. I mean, well, I mean, hopefully. I mean, what you need more than the bye week to end is you need a couple of those guys, like a Deion Lewis to you know, pop back up, but, uh, but he actually hasn't practiced this week. So I don't know when that's going to happen now. He hasn't practiced this week. Nope. I was looking at practice sports earlier. He's been absent yesterday and today. So here's what I would say is, um, if you have Dion Lewis, this is a good time to trade him for the potential of somebody. Yeah. You know, uh, what's a shame is, uh, uh, the news broke way too soon about JJ being a starter in Arizona, uh, because they, he put up starter numbers on Sunday and then in the news conference with, uh, Bruce on Monday, he was like, yeah, he's the starter here now. <laughs> Opposite fits. And I was like, don't say that so soon. I can't go out and get him. If you do that. I, yeah. I have to go through the waiver process. I want a free agent at him. Uh, yeah. So uh, speaking of adding players, let's look at some of uh, the top players we're trying to trade for by position. 
Um, we're kind of looking at players that you want for because they either have a favorable schedule or they're kind mm-hmm. of undervalued and we expect them, their production to pick back up. Um, right. We're going to go ahead and start with my boy, Tyrod Taylor. Okay. Uh, I think you should trade for Tyrod. You know why I want you to trade for Tyrod? Why that? He's got a good playoff schedule, and mm-hmm. he's got a nice floor because he's got that running ability. Mm-hmm. And he can buy him super low right now because uh, he just played a game where his top four targets were all out. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, he's actually uh, uh, he made uh, he made my list as well, and uh, he right now. All that considered, right there, he is still tenth overall in points, and in my mind. Uh, he can create points for you. He yeah. doesn't need. He's not. He's not a Tannehill that needs guys to run crisp routes or need to play against a defense that you know isn't the best when it comes to secondary protection it, it, to make things happen. He he can do it himself. And so yeah, he's a target. I almost put Alex Smith on this list too, but out of the two, Tyrod's a better runner, so he uh, he won out. Yeah, uh, I, I so yeah, I, obviously I'm not I'm kind of a homer for Tyrod, but um, Tyrod is I think he's he's the man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a friend of the podcast, Tyrod. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. I, I I and plus there is still the rumor out there that Watkins is coming back near the end of the season. Yeah, and so as soon as Watkins comes back, then Tyrod is just going to be a stud again. Um, you know. Yeah, we'll we'll what happened last he's year. Always been a stud. <laughs> Anyways, um, so who are who are some other quarterbacks you're looking at? Uh, I'm looking at Winston, uh, Jameis Winston. Uh, he's got a, a decent to good um, uh, schedule from here to the playoffs, and then his playoffs are just awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's got New Orleans, Dallas, New Orleans uh, oh combined. Oh my god. <laughs> you know their their secondaries. Their uh, it's, it's it's beautiful for him. Uh, spoiler alert, if I didn't think that Mike Evans was already super high, he would have also been in my uh, wide receiver list. But I think that he's doing well enough now that it'd be hard to, hard, hard to snag him on the cheap. Yeah, I totally agree with that. So tell me a little bit about this other quarterback you've got listed here and why you like him. Uh, Stafford, same reason. He's got a decent um, uh, schedule going forward, and he's got a pretty good um, uh, uh, playoff schedule going. So I was happy with it. You know, it's nothing special. For him, he has. Let me look this up real quick. He has Chicago, which you know, except for last night and everything, they they're up and down. They have the Giants, which I mean, that's Landon Collins, and then everyone else around him, mm. and then Dallas. So it's it's moderate. It's not it's not nearly as uh, juicy as the one for. Winston, but I would definitely take it. Now, I'll tell you, looking at some of this, um, according to ESPN availability, Stafford is only available in about 13% of leagues. However, Jameis Winston (laughs) is available in, uh, uh, looks to be 32% of leagues, and my Mm -hmm. boy Tyrod is available in about 40% of leagues. So there's a chance that they might be available on the waiver. Maybe you know honestly uh, when I put this uh, list together I wasn't so much looking at uh, waiver grabs and whatnot uh, because especially when you start getting into the running back and wide receiver and whatnot none of those guys are going to be there you know they're uh, we're, you're going for higher guys that have had poor years or injuries to this point uh, so basically it's me trying to find guys that I would be willing to trade for like seriously if Jameis Winston is out there I would try to make a move and send them. 
my, I don't know, Russell Wilson, you know, who hasn't played that well, obviously. But if you can't, if you package, excuse me, if you package him up with like a Tim Hightower or something, someone's getting buzzed right now, you can get that, you know, that Winston. And if you're in the playoffs, you're set at QB for the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. So moving on to running back, my running back that I, I think you should be trading for is Doug Martin. And you know how much that mm-hmm. hurts me to say because Doug Martin, I've never owned Doug Martin in the league where he has not just burned me. Um, I've never mm-hmm. had a winning team that had Doug Martin on it. And therefore, I think that you should trade for Doug Martin because I won't. Therefore, you'll win. Um, <laughs> he, you know, he missed no. his fifth straight game um, in week eight. So he's not expected to return in week nine. However, it, they're aiming for a week 10 return. And he is, he is, he is the only living, breathing soul that can actually be a running back for uh, the Bucks because they got Jaquiz Rogers out, uh, Charles Sims yep. is on IR, and right now they're trying to tackle something together between Peyton Barber, Anton Smith, and Mike James. Very nice. Yes, uh, uh, Doug Murray. Is probably my best one to grab, and I want to get him this week because if he has a late practice this week where he kind of shows up and everything, no one's going to think about it. But after the game in week nine, if they start to see that he's, you know, he's playing every day, he's practicing and everything, he is the only guy. You know, this is basically Melvin Gordon East. He is yeah. going to be, except he's a better catcher. Uh, so uh, you need to grab him now when he'll be low. You know, you may be able to throw out something like uh, a Quincy Anunua and a uh, Kenneth Dixon or, or even a Terrence West. Yeah, or a Shark Kendrick West. You know. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, try to get something that you, know, you can send out now that has a lot of buzz to it and – Get him in there because he's gonna have a good uh, a good postseason. Hey Luke, you know I got a question for you. So tell me, sure. I want you to tell me, what do um, Isaiah Crowell, Jaquiz uh-huh. Rogers, and Ryan Matthews have in common? <laughs> What's that? They are all owned in more leagues than Doug Martin on ESPN. Doug Martin's <laughs> available in fifteen percent of leagues. Fifteen on the waiver. That would be nice to get. As a matter of fact, he now that we're on hundred percent of leagues. <laughs> yeah, at this point, definitely. I'm going through all of mine real quick to make yeah, sure that you want to figure that out now. <laughs> they're not <on> mine. <laughs> and actually, Doug Martin uh, is down six percent in ownership since last week. Well, that's good. Well, I mean, that's probably because they just keep seeing the. Uh, this is like you said. This is what with the fifth week he hasn't practiced. Yeah. So. So. You know, hamstrings are going to do what they're going to do, I guess. Yeah, you know, them hams. Anyway, so tell me about two other running backs you got on your list. Yeah. Uh, the other one, uh, this one's a really, really high one, but he hasn't. He, he's basically scoring right now in the 30s, and that's uh, Todd Gurley. Um, I think that he, you know, regression to the mean. Something's got to give, and I really think that if you can get him for, I don't know, if you can get him cheaper than what you feel you would have paid for him, Take a look at like how your draft went in your league, and if you can get him for a guy that's like round four or farther back and everything, and you need help at running back, do it. Because I would say actually wait until next week to trade for Gurley. Now, why would you say that? Because he's going up against Carolina this week. 
And so right. Well, I, 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 I guess they would more down on him after he fails to reach 100 yards again this season. Uh, that's not see. That's not necessarily true though. I mean, look at Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta walks into Carolina, and we're thinking, holy crap, this is going to be the week right here where um, uh, Matt Ryan at all. Uh, just completely, you know, crap the bed, and we're going to be walking into finally him coming back to earth. And he throws for all those things, and he, for all those yards, and you've got Devontae Freeman that goes in there and runs wild. Yeah. Not to mention, I still you know, think so I mean, that with, with Gurley, you, mm-hmm. can, you can buy him for less uh, this coming week because they're going to be able to sell out um, uh, to stop the run because Case Keenum doesn't scare you. Yeah, okay, fair enough. That that is true. That they are gonna have eight in the box and whatnots. And that uh, offensive line in L.A. is not exactly uh, uh, scary. So, oh, yeah. okay. Well, yeah. So what are we? But I, but after that though, you gotta jump on it because I mean the trade deadline is also looming for most leagues. I mean we right. are in November officially. I would say if if your trade deadline is before uh, week ten, um, before this next. Um, period comes around, go ahead and trade for Gurley. If you can afford to wait one more week, go ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and point out to the owner, he hasn't gotten 100 yards um, in a game this season in terms of rushing. Um, right. I know. Yeah, so I think that uh, he's come close, but he hasn't quite gotten there. So I think yeah, he can probably speak, do that. Speaking of all this trade deadline talk and everything uh, for fantasy, um, I just realized that I have to go through a bunch of leagues now and See if there's anything I want to make yeah, <laughs> before the deadline. We got off the air, buddy. <laughs> oh, it'll, it'll, it'll definitely wait. But, uh, you know, I, I have some Battlefield one time that I have chiseled out for tonight after this. And uh, now uh, I may have to cut into that a little bit so I can check out the, uh, the trade deadlines in all the leagues. Yeah, I get you. I get you. All right, now let's talk, <laughs> let's, let's talk, let's talk about another one um, uh, you got on your list here. Uh, oh, yeah, the last one's Lamar Miller. Uh, I think that... Uh, uh, I, I think that he's I think that he's a good running back. I just think that he's uh, he's he's had like he's flashed. I think that it's all going to start to come together. They have to lean on him because Brock Osweiler is a rich man who shouldn't be a rich man. Yeah, he's terrible. Uh, but now, you know, Lamar Miller has two rushing touchdowns and one receiving touchdown this season. Great. Correct. I, I, I am now. Granted, once again, we are on the redraft aspect of this, and I think going forward this year, it will pick up. And part of that, as we segue into wide receiver, is because I think the number one wide receiver you should be trying to get on the cheap is Nuke. And I think it's because Nuke is going to finally start to produce here. And once he starts to produce and starts to um, get some catches, moderate to far down the field and everything. Uh, I think that you are going to see – you may still have eight in the box against him, but you're going to see it loosen up a little bit, and that's when, when Miller is going to start to run. Yeah, I um, I tend to agree with you. Um, Nuke is not as crazy as he has been last season. He had uh, six 100-yard games. He's only had one of those this year, but I think that's definitely mm-hmm. going to pick up. Yeah, I, I think so too. Um, now, I want to talk a little bit about another wide receiver – by the name of Michael Thomas, who Drew Brees came out and said, that kid's good. Uh-huh. Uh, Michael Thomas, he is, he is, let's see, he's available in almost 30% of leagues on uh, ESPN. 
I think that this matchup he's got coming up against San Francisco this week is going to be incredible. I think oh, this yeah. is the last week you can buy him. Whereas I think wait on Gurley, buy Thomas now. Yeah, and likewise, if you have Sneed, move him now. Sneed. Yeah, Sneed was last year's news. If you're still holding on to him, he needs to be gone. Well, I mean, especially now, not to jump over to Diane. Uh, too much, but I have him in a bunch of leagues in Dynasty, and right now I'm trying to move him because you're starting to see the rise of Michael Thomas, and it's so hard now. Like, like three weeks ago, I was getting offers like mad for Willie Sneed. I was getting late first to early seconds, maybe mid second in a piece, and I was holding on to him because it looked like it, you know it was a match made in heaven. Michael Thomas is completely taking over and basically creating this thing where Sneed's now the wide receiver three at best. Remember that time we were, you know, just a couple years ago, we were like, oh, man, Nick Toon is going to be the thing out there in New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah, that failed. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Remember that Kenny Stills guy? (laughs) Kenny Stills guy, who's now, he's actually usable in Miami. Um... So, uh, yeah. yeah, so you got another one that you want to talk about here. We've briefly mentioned him, so just hit him again. All right, cool. J.J. Uh, uh, Nelson? J. Um, J. Absolutely. Nelson. Officially the starter. Uh, and, uh, I mean, now I don't expect him to have, you know, two, uh, two t- touchdowns every week or anything like that. But it's obvious he's going to get the targets. Uh, I... <laughs> It doesn't look like, as of right now, that Floyd is playing this week. John Brown is up in the air. You've got Fitz, and then you've got J.J. Nelson. So, you know, if he can get in there, uh, now is the time to get him. Oddly enough, though, J.J. is not on my list for long term, like past this season, just because I don't know how he would do with a lesser quality at quarterback. But as long as Carson Palmer is there, I think you're good. All right, now moving on to tight ends. My boy Vernon. No, we can be, we can we what what? Yeah, we can do these guys nice and quick and everything. Yeah. Vernon Davis Vernon is on my Davis, list. Washington tight end. You know why? Because yep. I don't know what's up with Jordan Reed, but Vernon Davis is killing it lately. <laughs> well, the thing though is last week Jordan Reed and Vernon Davis were killing it. Both yep. of them did really well. And that's the reason why he's on the list on my end. Because if you can go out there with Jordan Reed and still put up enough points to hit, you know, well in the double digits of fantasy points. That's a that's a that's a good tight end. You know, he's just and if they can if they can use that for the rest of the season, it's gonna be good. In the last three weeks, um, uh, Vernon Davis mm-hmm. has had 12, 10, and eleven and a half points at least in this league. Um, yeah. So I would say Vernon Davis is good. Then you've also you've listed Charles Clay and uh, Jesse James. Yeah, uh, Charles Clay for me is just because the situation in Buffalo. I feel still that you know he's probably the best passing option they have currently. I know they have Goodwin and I know they have Salas, and we've been over all these guys multiple shows because of all the injuries out there. But Charles Clay to me, you, if he can get on a certain week, he's good to go. So he's a flyer. And then Jesse James uh, this week coming up may be the return of Roethlisberger. Yep. And if it is. Roethlisberger and Jesse James had a nice rapport going before he went in. And Ladarius Green is testing the waters, but there's nothing definitive yet. Yeah, I don't think Ladarius Green is going to make it. 
Um, I will say Damn. that with, with Charles Clay, he's currently got a questionable tag. He uh, had a shoulder injury yep. during the game. So just kind of keep an eye on that. But you know what's mm-hmm. great about Vernon Davis? He's available in 55% uh. of leagues. <laughs> well, that's not exactly that surprising. <laughs> you know what's great about Charles Clay and Jesse James? What's that? They're each available in 80% of leagues. So you might not even have to That's what them. I'm talking about. Yeah. So, boom, guys. That's hashtag analysis there. Um, <laughs> hold on. Actually, I got some. Wait, what's the, I think there's an update on Ladarius Green. Yeah, they think Ladarius Green could make his debut on Sunday. Oh, when did that pop up? Uh, apparently at 1.18 p.m. today, um, which I missed that. But, uh, you know, he hasn't really done anything but study and rehab. So it's not like he's actually shown anything. Right. You know, one, I wonder how his head's doing before we, um, before we get too far. Where is his head at? Um, but, yeah, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that, that's how some of the players we're looking at uh, kind of grabbing and redraft. Now, what are some games? You mentioned some games here that you want to kind of note in Week 9, um, and I'll let you kind of take the lead on that. Okay, cool. Um, the first one is basically, I think it's going to be a high-scoring uh, bonanza type of game with Atlanta and uh, Tampa Bay. A bonanza. Uh, the next one, I think, is going to be a uh, pretty good defensive battle uh, with uh, Buffalo at Seattle. And then uh, and then a little middling one where it's going to be you know a little bit back and forth. Uh, both carry top 13 defenses, so you know they're not too bad. But both of them can put up points, you know, they, or they have from time to time with Tennessee going uh, to uh, San Diego. Yeah, now Tennessee and, has uh, been so, putting up points lately. San Diego had been putting up points before they lost Keenan Allen and Danny Woodhead. Um, yes, that's very I'm true. Uh, about. Uh, Melvin Gordon, though, isn't doing half bad when he <laughs> – it's funny. It's, it's like uh, the offensive line for Melvin Gordon cannot – put up a good enough block for him to make more more than 3.3 yards of carry until he gets within the five-yard line of the end zone. And then they open up these massive holes and he scores touchdowns. That's yeah. how it works. Yeah, it's because they know how to impose their will on the end zone. Um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, but so uh, looking at Atlanta, um, uh, you know, obviously the, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, uh, okay, everyone. Um, I do know for a fact – it came out today that Austin Hooper is the starting tight end. Yeah, I so knew that was coming. That may be, Austin Hooper, my yep. boy. Yes, sir. So that may be a, a nice note to add out there. Uh, but besides that, you know, you've got uh, both running backs. I think Tevin Coleman is okay now. I know he was having – I think it was a hamstring issue. Um, I don't know about that, actually. But I think he – I'll look it up while we're talking here. I think he practiced. But anyways – so then on the Tampa Bay side, besides the fact that they don't have a running back, you know, worth much of anything, they're going to do the running back by committee. <laughs> you know, uh, Winston should be able to get the ball out there. I expect uh, Evans to have a pretty decent game. And I expect Humphreys to have a pretty decent game. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the linebackers for Atlanta are pretty good, so I don't know if you're going to see Cameron Brait have a decent game or not. Uh Deion Jones is looking really, really good as that rookie uh, uh, Mike linebacker. So, I don't know. So, uh, the update on Coleman, he was a non-participant today. Um, Okay. He was scheduled to do stuff, but he didn't 
do it. <laughs> he didn't. So, um, he still there, right right there is the hashtag analysis. <laughs> hashtag analysis. Shut up. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Anyway. No, it's good. Okay, cool. So, yeah, so, so basically, if, if Freeman can do Freeman things, it should be a pretty decent game for him then, too. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but I do stand by my Bonanza call for that. Uh, moving on to the next game. Uh, Buffalo at Seattle. I mean, both of their defenses are, you know, decent to really good, depending on the at different aspects of the defense. Uh, it, it's a it's a tough one though. I I think Seattle is going to come out on top just because, you know, but it's, it's hard because Wilson's having a bad year too. Yeah. You know, Wilson is not having the best, and man, and every time the defense scores, Earl Thomas hugs the ref. So that's not good. That's just bad. You get flags. <laughs> but uh no i, I think he does he does and, I mean, and is mccoy gonna go or are they gonna stick with gillisley you know i mean uh, I, so yeah. i think it's i think that's gonna be a low scoring affair i would you know i would take the under if you were a, if you were a betting person going out to uh, vegas or whatnot unfortunately i'm not a betting person i just play fantasy football <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, and then <laughs> yeah, we're getting punchy. Um, so and then yeah, is that the last one? No, that's not. Yeah, and then Tennessee and, uh, and San Tennessee Diego. And we, San we Diego. Hashtag analysis on already. Um, so yep. yeah. So yeah, I think I think we're good there. Yeah. So anyways, well, I think that we have covered everything. You know, folks, if you have any questions about who to add and whatnot, or who to start or who to trade for, whether that's a good trade or not, or, you know, whether you should have cereal or, you know, oatmeal for breakfast, you should go ahead and email. It's not, it's freaking cereal, dude. They got this pumpkin spice Cheerios that my girlfriend's addicted to. Whoa. Um, Whoa. 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 Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin. Hey, you know, I'm drinking, I'm drinking this, uh, pumpkin pie beer from O'Fallon, so... Hey, I, I'm down with the pumpkin. You know, I'm I'm down with the pumpkin as well. Um, that sounded <laughs> weird. Anyway, so uh, anyway, so folks, you are you are a wonderful listening audience. As I mentioned, just email <laughs> us or talk to us, or you know, frankly, we get lonely sometimes. So uh, you can email us at intentionalgroundingff at gmail dot com. What's that, Luke? Intentionalgroundingff at gmail dot com. And uh, you can also follow Luke on Twitter. He is at intentional underscore G because he's an intentional G. And yep. I am at grounding FF. Uh, please follow us. You can do whatever you want. Uh, make sure you check out our title apparel sponsor, Savage, the ultimate apparel company. Um, and if you have anything, just let us know. Good luck this week, folks. Hey, guys. This is Luke Bisson from Intentional Grounding, the podcast you're more than likely listening to right now. And uh, I just want to take a minute real quick to uh, talk about our uh, title apparel sponsor, Savage, the ultimate apparel company. Uh, This company, they've been killing the jersey game for sports teams around the country, and their branded merchandise has some serious flavor. Uh, With both national and local level partnerships among a variety of sports, including uh, football, soccer, ultimate frisbee, disc golf, I love disc golf, uh, dodgeball, Quidditch, and and, and some more, uh, they're ready to get you into the gear you need. Savage produces brand and customizable apparel for the active lifestyle, 
And you need to check them out because they're offering right now an exclusive coupon code just for our listeners so that you can get 15% off. Use the coupon code WookieTD at www.savageultimate.com to get some awesome new gear. And if you don't see something that you like, they've got a fully customizable option section to get you exactly what you need. So stay tuned because from Intentional Grounding, the podcast you know that you're listening to, uh, there's going to be some exclusive like merchandise coming soon. So don't forget, WookieTD saves you 50% off at www.savageultimate.com. Go check it out today. Yeah.